0: hello and welcome to the your book is your hook podcast show where you get the opportunity to go behind the books and discover the process from thought to sales of how other authors screenwriters scriptwriters, and playwrights have succeeded in getting published and produced and how they use their films tv episodic series theatricals and books as their hook you'll also find out about industry professionals and resources to help you as a writer and author with your book Film, theatrical project, or TV episodic series, so you can write, market, publish, and produce it, and make money with it too. Jennifer has a great show in store for you today. We'll be right back with Jennifer right after this short message.
1: Today, we have the pleasure of talking with Lane Schefter Bishop, who is a multi award winning producer and Emmy Award winning director. Lane is the CEO of Vast Entertainment, the number one book-to-film company in Hollywood. She is also the author of the book, Sell Your Story in a Sentence, Advice from the Frontlines of Hollywood. We'll be talking with her about her book in the second interview, but first, let's talk to Lane about her amazing career in the industry we call Hollywood. It's a joy to welcome Lane to the show. Hi, Lane.
2: Hi, thank you for having me on.
1: <laughs> it's so great to have you with me. I've known you for so long, and what you do is so fabulous in many different facets of Hollywood. So let's dive right in. How did you get involved with books and films at the very beginning of Vast Entertainment?
2: So I was a literature major when I was an undergrad at UC Santa Barbara, so I always loved books, Always. And I sort of got to a place where uh, I was trying to figure out kind of the next step in my life, and I was doing a lot in Hollywood, but I just wasn't fulfilled. I was sort of you know working with other people and doing other projects that weren't necessarily my passion. And my husband actually suggested to me, you know, you you should actually combine the two things you love. You should do books and film because those are your two you know passions, and so that kind of began. I I literally said, you know, I'll I'll try it for a year and I'll see what happens. (laughs) And I set up so many projects in that year. I was like, well, obviously this is what I should be doing. So I'll give
1: him the credit. I don't give him a lot of credit for too many things, but for this, I'll give him credit. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a wonderful person himself and has his own career in Hollywood, which is so wonderful. Yes. So You have a passion for introducing writers to production studios these days. What are the top three things you know now about how writers need to present their projects and books to producers and developers like you in today's digital age versus when you started Vast Entertainment those several years ago?
2: So it's become easier to submit. Obviously, you can you can reach anybody these days. If you do a little research on Google, you can find their email pretty easily. But because of that, we are all inundated. Just insane. The number of requests I get and um, queries I get. And so I think the number one thing uh, in my book is that writers need to do their homework. They need to do their research. Before just, you know, mass sending out their queries and whatnot, because what happens is like for me, I only do book to screen. So if they don't do their homework and they're like, hey, I have this screenplay has nothing to do with the book, has no book underlying, no IP. I get very frustrated. It's like, why didn't you check first to see if I actually do only screenplays? Before writing me. And I'm sure other executives are the same way. You know, I just found out today that Hulu is no longer doing limited series. Well, it's good knowledge because I'm not going to approach them with a limited series if I know for a fact that they are no longer doing limited series. So do your homework. You know, I check in with execs. I say, hey, last time I talked to you, you were doing this. Is that still the case before I pitch anything? Because the one thing you don't want to do is waste someone's time because they'll remember that. And then the next time you call, they really won't want to take that call. So I always want to make sure they take my call. So that's number one is is do your homework. I say it all the time. Do your homework, do your homework. It's really easy to find out about people online. It's very simple. Do, Do the research. And if you want to know what Lifetime is doing, go look up what they have on right now. That'll show you. And if you don't see your type of show on there, it's probably because they're not doing that type of show right now. So do your research. There's there's number one. And I think number two is probably sell it in a sentence, right? I mean, that's my book. I, I think it's important for people to be able to answer the question, what's your project? What are you working on? What are you excited about? In one sentence. If you can't, then you can't sell it. It's, it, it's the last thing people want to hear when they ask that is like the plot, you know, 20 minutes of pitching your plot, you know? So so that's another one I would say for number two would be to, to know that you can sell it in a sentence, know that you have it down and, and can, you know, highlight what's unique about it very quickly so that they can say, yeah, I want to see it or no, I don't. And then I would say for the third one is, is just sort of don't don't bug. You know, I, I think a lot of people think, well, it's so easy. I could just email and say, hey, did you read my thing? Hey, did you read my thing? You know, by the fifth time you get the, hey, did you read my thing? You're thinking, I don't care if this is the best thing on the earth. I don't want to read it because you're so frustrated because people are bugging you. We're all so busy. And, you know, you just have to take take that into into account when you're, you know, I do bother people, but I do it very very sporadically and very carefully. I'm not kidding, sometimes I'll literally send an email where the subject line just says, poke, poke, and that's it, (laughs) you know? Like they know why I'm bugging them, you know? So it's a a way to do it very carefully and and with some respect for people's time. I think those are the top three in my book.
1: You know, it's so insightful because I'm sure a lot of people are scratching their heads going, oh, (laughs) I didn't know I had to do that. So I'm so happy that you pulled the curtain back and shared that. Thank you so much. So how do you determine which projects you, Lane, choose to work with?
2: I am very much in the sell it in a sentence world. Um, I tend to pick rather high concept things, things that are very outside the box, things that are different. If there's anything about a project that reminds me of another project, something that's on the air or was a movie or, you know, whatnot. Um, That doesn't that that isn't what I choose. I I really want to be able to go, hey, this thing is so unique. And let me tell you why. Uh, Because, you know, Hollywood has seen it all. And uh, it's sort of I always think of uh, execs like that uh, dog in the movie Up where he's like squirrel, like their attention span goes away so fast. So it's really important to catch their attention and keep it. And to me, the way to do that is to pick projects that are really, really different that I can sell in a sentence that are unique, that really show you very quickly why they're not like everything else out there.
1: And that's what's really important for those of you who are listening is that this is why we go behind the books to discover the process, because what you're talking about, Lane, is very specific. If people don't bring you what it is that you're looking for, it's an easy no, right?
2: Oh, it's a very fast no, that's for sure. (laughs)
1: And I know you're so passionate about the film and television production uh, community. Tell us more about them and how you work with them in your role at Bast Entertainment. How does it work?
2: In terms of with the writers, you know, it's normally, I'll say this, I'm very different than most producers. Normally, the author, the writer gets kind of uh, pushed to the side. They're like, they pay them and say, go away. Um, I'm very different i I like having the writer involved in the process that book that underlying material that's their baby and no one knows it better and so I've had some amazing calls with screenwriters and writers together talking about the adaptation um, and it always makes the project better so i I'm very unusual I don't I don't think a lot of Hollywood does that but I personally just, just love having the writer as part of that process.
1: So that's really important for the writers to understand is that they can be part of the process. It's not just the handover all the time, right? That's right. And
2: a lot of them, um, that said, I'll I'll play devil's advocate. You know, a lot of them will be like, oh, well, I want to be the screenwriter on my own project. And You know, I I say to them all the time, actually, what you want is you want a, you know, $400,000 a year screenwriter who's an A-lister who everyone wants to work with to be on your project, because that's actually how it's going to get made. It's lovely to think that you want to do it and, you know, you may do a rough draft uh, in your free time and whatnot. But ultimately, the way to get that project to the screen, whether it's TV or film, is to have a big A-lister on board. I partner for that reason. I partner a lot of producers who are bigger than I am, so that we can get it made.
1: And hot diggity, that's what you want, right, Lane?
2: <laughs> I mean, if it, if it goes into development and it never sees the light of day, it does you absolutely no good whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Nothing new in there. <laughs> Not at all. So, Lane, as an industry professional, how do writers approach you? How do they find you? So I have an
2: email on my website, vast-entertainment.com. They can go on and pull up that email. It's info at vast-entertainment.com. We do get, of course, many, many, many submissions. So you have to be super patient. And uh, right now, because of the pandemic, obviously, we are not open for submissions because I can't, you know, I can't really move the products I have very much right now. So I don't feel it's fair to bring in new ones. But once this fabulous COVID nightmare is over, <laughs> that's <laughs> how you find me.
1: So a lot of writers would love to sit down and have coffee with you. And one of the things that I'm sure they would ask you is what's your perspective of the future of not just the book publishing industry, because, of course, you number one book to film but also how books and other projects will get to Hollywood now. What would you tell them in a coffee chat?
2: You know, it's interesting. So much has changed in this industry. So much has changed uh, from when I started. But to me, I'm not sure that particular element has changed that much. I mean, you are still, you know, approaching producers like myself or... um, approaching executives with material and, and content is king. We are always looking. We are always looking for material. And especially now with the streamers, you actually have more opportunity because, you know, there's so many more buyers than there used to be. And there's so much more time for more content than there used to be. So, Uh, You know, if you're if you're writing, you're in a good spot because we all need material desperately uh, and good material. So I guess in a weird way, I don't think the submission process has changed that much. But I think you have more options of who to go to and and more opportunity maybe than there used to be.
1: And I think, you know, from the standpoint of Hollywood, everybody has stars in their eyes, right? (laughs) Yes. So. (laughs) So I hope this interview with Lane has helped you understand better how to take those stars and make them a reality in your eyes and how to actually connect with Hollywood in a meaningful way. But we're not done with you yet, Lane. I want you to stay with us because we're going to be talking with you in our second interview more about your book, Sell Your Story in a Single Sentence. So we can talk about your experience with getting published yourself as an industry professional. Awesome. I look forward to it. (laughs) I'm also looking forward to the fireside chat we're going to have on Tuesday evening in the Make It Happen room this Tuesday night, where we'll specifically be talking more about book to film and other ways to film and the landscape of Hollywood right now, including feedback about the various studios and venues and what you'll probably want to know from a Hollywood insider. So listeners, think about it. Tickets will include a copy of Lane's book. You can go to bit.ly forward slash the Make It Happen Room for writers only for more information about that event. Right now, we're going to go to a commercial and we'll be right back with The Education Corner.
3: Are you an author with a published or soon to be published book? Have you considered producing an audiobook version of your title? Hi, I'm David Wolf, founder of AutoVita Studios, and the producer of this podcast, Your Book is Your Hook. For years, we've helped authors and even publishers create audiobook versions of their titles. It's not hard to do, you just need the guidance of an experienced team. As an author, you should know that audiobooks are the fastest growing segment of the digital publishing world. And by getting your book up as an audiobook on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes, you unlock a whole new audience that may not have the time to sit and read but love to listen without an audiobook on the market they may entirely miss your content at Autovita studios we record authors reading their own audiobooks and also provide professional narrators to read them and we do it all remotely. No expensive studios or travel is required. We provide flexible scheduling and fixed project rates that include getting your audiobook out to the online retailers like Audible, Amazon, iTunes, and many more. If you'd like to learn more about how to get your book turned into a powerful audiobook product, visit audovita.com and schedule a no-obligation call with me. I'll personally talk you through the entire process and share everything you need to know to get it done. At Autovita Studios, we've produced hundreds of audiobooks and have many happy authors that have worked with us. I'd love to talk to you about how we can help you get your audiobook produced and up for sale. Just go to autovita.com and schedule a call with me. That's autovita.com, A-U-D-I-V-I-T-A.com. Welcome
1: to the Education Moment. Today, we're going to talk about What's so important about when you walk around and say to people, my book is film. I've got a great idea for a TV show, but you have no idea how you're going to make that dream come true. Most writers who put together their ideas for their projects to pitch run the risk of getting rejected. In fact, more than 90% of writers and authors often get rejected repeatedly. In fact, some agents only take three seconds to review and reject what is presented. Producers and developers, they're just as fast. These days, there are plenty of opportunities to pitch your book, film, TV or episodic series or musical or stage production. Ironically, more and more writers are showing up unpolished when they go to conferences, events, festivals and expos to pitch agents, publishers, and producers. The risk of not knowing what to do can hurt the chances of a writer getting picked up by an agent, producer, or even an editor or publisher. Many writers are not sure how to pitch, much less how to prepare one. They turn to colleagues and friends and family to practice theirs and ask for feedback and input because they're just uneasy about it. Oftentimes, the people they're asking are not familiar with the agent profession or much less the producing profession and what's expected of them as writers when they actually bring their projects for consideration. One of the most important things about authors is in other situations, they don't even want to present their pitch in front of others because they're embarrassed or afraid of what they're going to say. When you're actually pitching, one of the most important components first and foremost, is to research who are you going to bring your project to? Who is the audience for the type of project, category, genre, and medium that your project is for? If you don't do that, then you may be sending your project to people who will automatically reject you. And as a writer, let me ask you, who really wants to be rejected? Why set yourself up for failure? when you can actually set yourself up for success. Do your research, do your homework, listen to today's guest. In Lane's interview that you just listened to, one of the most important things you can do is understand who does what. Agents and producers, developers and publishers, find out what types of projects they're looking for before you submit anything. Then when you want to pitch, get your materials right polish your pitch, whether it's your query letter and synopsis, or the first few pages of your fiction project, which should be edited because you want to present your best work. Or perhaps you have a film with a screenplay, but don't give somebody 110 pages to read to find out if your film is for them. You've got to have a pitch deck for TV or a treatment for film. Because You're asking people to invest a lot of time in a project they don't even know if they want when you actually say, here's my manuscript, screenplay, or script. Get your materials right when you want to pitch your project professionally. Make sure that you're using the short stuff and polish your pitch. If you're going to pitch in person, make sure that you have the following ingredients in tow and in your magic bag. Number one, courage. Exercise the spirit to stand up, face others, and talk about your project with joy. Have confidence. Believe in yourself and your project. If you won't believe in it, why should they? Have clarity. Engage in short, concise, conversational points about your project so that you can use simple, quick, compelling communication to get your idea across. Have confidence. Competence is when you've gathered rational and factual support for your story's message and purpose. Know whether it's going to educate, entertain, or inspire others. Be competent with your project. Without the foundation of a terrific project, it's going to be pretty tough to become a major motion picture, a best-selling book, or that episodic streaming series that everybody tells their friends about. You've got to craft a well-written project and pitch materials to show agents, producers, publishers, and developers that your project has legs. Create a project that fans old and new will buy, love, and most importantly, recommend to others. The best thing I can tell you, of course, is that you've got to have a good hook prepare a short engaging statement that attracts attention and generates interest in your project. You heard from Lane Schefter-Bishop in the earlier interview that if you can sell your story in a single sentence, that's exactly what people are looking for, to attract attention so that they can ask you more about what you have. Until now, it's been nearly impossible for writers like you to find a venue that can help you integrate all these skills in one possible way of organizing all of your thoughts. I want you to think about, as you listen to the end of this education moment, what's happening with your project? What stage are you in? Are you continuing to be rejected with the project that you poured your passion into and your heart? How are you going to be able to make hay and make way in the industry events and industry conferences and industry opportunities you take advantage of to pitch your project when you have access to the industry professionals that are elusive at best. I encourage you to go back through this education moment when you have the chance to listen to this podcast a second time and go through this education moment to check yourself, check your project, and most importantly, polish your pitch so that you can be successful with your project every time. We'll be right back with Lane schefter Bishop. Hi, my name is Jennifer S. Wilcov, and I know that your book is your hook. How do I know? Because I'm a number one international best-selling, award-winning author, a TED and keynote speaker, an award-winning freelance writer, and a dream maker. Yep, I'm a book and business consultant for writers who want to write, market, publish, and produce their books, films, TV, or episodic series, and theatrical stage projects fiction nonfiction and children's screenplays scripts or musical productions from idea and concept to query synopsis treatments and pitch decks i can help you make your dreams become a reality find me at www.yourbookisyourhook.com and when someone you know says i have a book or screenplay send them to me at your book is your hook Joining me now is Kendra Sit robbins from an amazing organization called Project Night Night, and Your Book is Your Hook is a proud sponsor and supporter of Project Night Night and all the efforts that Kendra makes. So let's find out what she's doing and what you're up to. So, Kendra, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be talking with you. You know, I know that you're so busy. Let's talk about what you actually do. So, Tell us a little bit about the population that you focus on, and I know that it has to do with homeless children. What exactly is the population that you support with all of your efforts?
4: You are exactly right. Project Night Night is dedicated to helping homeless children feel safer and more secure. We work with kids 0 to 12, and we do it because 1 in 30 American children is going to face homelessness this year.
1: Now, I know that you started this nonprofit in your garage, so (laughs) tell me a little bit about where you started and why you chose to do this. You have the heart of gold that everybody wants to be a part of. Tell me what you did.
4: Well, you're super sweet, but really um, all I did was think about a small problem and how I could tackle it as one person and hope that maybe others felt the same way and would join me. But I used to be a corporate attorney, and when I had my son, I knew that he slept well no matter where we were, as long as he had his blanket, his book, and his stuffed animal. So I borrowed some of his items initially and sent them to a domestic violence shelter. And they really responded well, and I had to put out the call to others to help me with these items, and that we really just grew organically, grassroots, a few night-night packages at a time. And now we distribute about 35,000 every single year to 850 shelters across the country.
1: That's amazing. And what's in the package itself? Like when it's delivered hand-to-hand, eye-to-eye with the children and the shelters, what do they get?
4: Each night-night package contains a new security blanket an age-appropriate children's book, and a stuffed animal. And we put them inside of a canvas tote bag. Everything in there is new and special and high quality so that the children opening them feel important and noticed and valued.
1: And in the pre-pandemic environment, I know that you were working with over 10,000 volunteers a year. And now because of the current environment, volunteering isn't really something that's that easy with a nonprofit, but our listeners can still help. Can you let us know how can our listeners continue to support your amazing efforts for these children who just adore what it is that you deliver?
4: Absolutely. You are exactly right. Volunteering has changed immensely, but we still are going to count on volunteers to support us. And this time it's going to be a small request to help us financially. With every $25 donation, we can place a complete night-night package into the arms of a homeless child. And we can accept the donations on our website. So it's very easy and it means a great deal to us.
1: And I know as a fact that you are the leading provider of nighttime comforts for homeless children. And I really want to acknowledge you, Kendra, and thank you so much for creating such an amazing organization. Here at Your Book Is Your Hook, we are proud to be a supporter of your organization and encourage everybody listening to take out your wallet, donate the $25 so that Kendra can continue to do what it is that she's doing so well and make the efforts that we all wish we could for the homeless children in our community. Kendra, thank you so much for joining me today.
4: Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate it.
1: And we're back. Hey, so guess what? We're also back with Lane Schefter-Bishop from Vast Entertainment because we're now going to have the pleasure of talking with Lane about her book, Sell Your Story in a Single Sentence, Advice from the Front Lines of Hollywood. And as you know, this part of our show reveals how Lane got published and how she's using her book as her hook. We're also going to spend a few minutes learning more about the book itself. But first, Lane, welcome back to the show
2: thank you thanks so much
1: for having me i'm having a good time i'm so glad and i'm so glad you're back let's take our perspective now and focus on your book when did you decide to write sell your story in a single sentence advice from the front lines of hollywood and more so why did you write it you're such a busy lady i know you are (laughs) why did you write this book So I used to go to a
2: lot of writers' conferences. I really wanted to meet, you know, new aspiring authors and hear about new material coming out and, you know, touch base with some of the lit agents that I know. And in that process, inevitably, I would give a talk about log lines and log lines are the single sentence that allows you to sell your material very quickly and highlights what's most unique about your material. And the reason I was doing those sessions is because I had asked way back when I started agents for log lines and they would send them and they were just a hot mess. They were horrible and I knew I couldn't use them. So I had to sort of develop myself a method for being able to create a log line for all of this material that I had. So I started sharing that with writers because I found they had the same problem. I would say, what's your project about? And they would go on for 20 minutes. They'd sell it later, you know, their 20 minute saga. <laughs> Here's my plot, you know, it would kill me. So I, I decided I should teach writers how to do this for themselves so that they had the one sentence fabulous logline when they needed it. Um, so that's where this began is as, as I went to writers conferences and, and realized Wow, well, I'm not the only one who needs this information on how to sell it in a sentence. And then everyone kept asking me at the end of all these sessions, "Oh, do you have a book? And I was like, "Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so after the five billionth person said, do you have a book? I said, maybe I should consider this.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about how did you actually write this? You're incredibly busy, you're on and off sets, you're in post-production, you're reading material, and now all of a sudden you decide to write your own. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you use a writing discipline or a schedule? And be honest, tell us how long did it take you to write your book?
2: Yeah, it took me almost a year, I believe it it was a long process, really, because as you said, I didn't have a lot of time. I mean, I remember, I really started just trying to come up with sort of the chapters, what the chapters would be. And I remember sitting in The airport on one of my shoots, and I said to my DP, my cameraman, Hey, I'm going to read these to you. What do you think is missing? I need another chapter. (laughs) So that's how crazy it was. You know, I, I just had to do it whenever I could find some free time. And, you know, I was trying to keep it short too, because, you know, doing a book about a single sentence and making a really long book is kind of silly. So that was hard, too, because I really did. At that point, I had so much knowledge from doing this for so long. And I was like, how do I condense it into something very manageable? You know, plus I wanted the book to be something someone could pick up for 10 bucks, you know, not this tome So, <laughs> yeah, it took a long time, <laughs> but everybody wanted it. So I thought, God, I really need to just suck it up and do it. <laughs> By the way, there's not a single other book out specifically only about log lines. Mine's it. Mine's the only one.
1: And what a great resource it is. It's really the key. It's a turnkey for a lot of people, right? Because the instructions in it really tell it like it is.
2: Right. And, and I also have, even at the end, I decided, you know, it'd be really fun to put in like practice ones so people could, could try it and could learn. Cause that's essentially what I'm doing at these writers conferences. I have people tell me their quote unquote log line and we put it up on the board and we play with it. And I, so I wanted the people who got the book to be able to do that too. So the last couple uh, chapters there are both beginner and advanced uh, log lines for you to play with yourself and to, to, to see if you've, you've got it down.
1: And just to tell tales out of school, you've also been an adjunct professor, right? So you can teach (laughs) my stuff too. (laughs) Yes. They asked me to
2: teach uh, production, film production at Cal State San Bernardino. So it's been a little crazy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So how did you actually get published? Tell us your publishing story. So in one of these 9 million sessions I was speaking at, I was asked by an
2: agent about this book that was at that point not happening yet. Um, And so I just sort of kept in touch with her, you know, as I went through the process uh, and said, yeah, I got you know half of it done. Check this out. Hey, I got all of it done. See what you think. You know, and she was really the one to go and speak to the, you know, publishers about the material and actually she had more faith than i did i was like take whatever offer i don't care like i just wanted it out there and she was the one going no 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 we're gonna wait for like a really good publisher and i don't care how long it takes i was like okay (laughs) She, she had a lot more faith than i did she she was like convinced we could get to a really big publisher so I give her all that credit because I was like, whatever, I just want it out so people can read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not uncommon, you know, it, I'm sure you get that all the time with people that want you to take their projects for film.
2: <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It, it, it's
1: the same mantra.
2: <laughs> you got to find the right home no matter what it is. Exactly. And as my husband likes to say, it only takes one yes, but it better be the right one.
1: <laughs> well said, well said. So how are you using your book as your hook?
2: So I craft log lines for every project that I go out with, because when I call an exec at Netflix or wherever, and I want to talk to them about my property, I do not want to bore them for 10 minutes about the plot. Um, I do want to sell it in a sentence. So, you know, I want to be able to call them. And also they know I'm not going to waste their time if I'm calling. It's going to be very quick. And I'm going to say, hey, last time we spoke, you said you were looking for blank is that still what you're looking for and if they say yes I say I have something for you here's the log line I give them my one sentence and then they can decide whether they want to see more and if they do great I have one pagers and three pagers and five pagers and all kinds of stuff but this way it's very quick for them they don't have to read an entire book to say no and so it makes it much easier and it's why I'm so high on log lines because no matter what you can sell it in a sentence very quickly get people very either interested or not very quickly
1: So let's talk about that awesome title of your book, Sell Your Story in a Single Sentence, Advice from the Front Lines of Hollywood. That is just fabulous. How did you come up with that? So the Sell Your Story in a Single
2: Sentence came from my my many, many uh, forays into uh, writers' conferences. Uh, slowly but surely, I, you know, a lot of them were like, do you have a title? Like, I, I couldn't put log lines because people didn't know what they were. So they would say like, do you have a title for your, you know, little speech about log lines? And so that kind of slowly but surely, we generated that, that title, Say Your Story in a Single Sentence. Um, but the advice for the front lines of Hollywood came from my agent, <laughs> I don't think I would have been obnoxious enough to put that on there. But, uh, you know, um, I'm I'm jaded because I'm in Hollywood, so I don't think it's all that special. But I know the outside world does. And she was very adamant that that was, uh, you know, important so that people knew that I was an insider and I had the knowledge to be putting out this book.
1: So let's talk a little bit more about your experience as an industry professional publishing a book in your industry for people who are coming to your industry right you worked with a literary agent in the process of getting published what was that like for you as an industry professional
2: that was a learning experience uh I mean I've had an agent I have an agent at Gersh but it's a very different thing a, a lit agent is very different um I knew very little about the publishing world other than that they would send me material. Uh, so, you know, it, it was definitely, I, you know, I had to, I had to learn what a lit agent did. I mean, I was like, what do you do? It's <laughs> your job. Uh, but you know, it's very similar in a weird way, you know, here I'm, taking a log line and pitching executives at various studios and networks. Well, she would take the log line for my book and be selling it to, you know, publishers and editors and whatever else. She's doing the same job in a different industry in many, many ways. And they don't have time either, just like my execs. So you really have to grab them quickly there as well. So so I really relied on her, you know, for that. But also she knows which publishers, again, do your homework, do your homework. She knows which
1: publishers are going to want that type of material, which I did not. So it's very helpful. Very helpful. So let's end on a high note with some advice that you would actually give to a new writer, brand new, who wants to write and publish a book like yours with industry advice. In today's publishing world, what would you tell that writer?
2: Uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna steal from Anne Perry, whose uh, books I just set up. If you don't know Ann Perry, she's incredibly prolific. And I saw her at a conference at one point and um, someone said to her, oh, should I write about what I know? People say write about what you know. And she said to them, write about what you care about. No one cares what you know. I thought that was brilliant. I told her I was going to steal it. <coughs> um, write about what you care about. You know, sometimes writers, they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're chasing trends. Oh, I heard people want stories about witches. You know, that goes away so fast. It's, it's not worth it. Don't, don't chase a trend, you know, do, do write something that you care about, write something you care about. And that's personal to you. Uh, because I think you sell everything on passion. I sell projects on passion and I think writers do as well.
1: Lane, you're awesome. I'm so happy that you were able to join me today for these interviews to help our listeners understand more about bringing books and projects to Hollywood and Vast Entertainment and you, because you are what makes Vast Entertainment a very special place. And those people that are able to work with you are privileged, just like I feel I am. I oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be on here. So thanks for having me. My gosh. You're welcome. I'm so glad to be back. And, uh, you know, I always appreciate when you join me as a trainer in the next bestseller workshop, which will be happening again in December this year in a digital format. We'll have details coming in September about that. But Lane, I have to say, I have known you for so many years. You are a wealth of information and encyclopedia about how to do it right in hollywood and i am always happy to have you on anything that i'm doing including being the initial new podcast first guest thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate everything you do for all the people that you know
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Jennifer.
1: I'm thrilled to be the first guest. It means a lot to me. Thank you and me. And I want to ask you to share with our listeners how they can get a copy of your book and also just remind them how to contact you one more time.
2: So book, very easy. Amazon type in sell your story in a single sentence and that will pop on up. It's pretty inexpensive. I believe it's probably 10 bucks or something. Uh, And for reaching me, you can go to vast-entertainment.com. There's an email there, which is info at vast-entertainment.com. As I mentioned, this isn't the best time
1: because of the pandemic, but I'm always
2: pretty reachable.
1: Awesome. Lane, thanks again. Please give my very best to your other half, who's spectacular (laughs) himself. And those of you listening, thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening to the Your Book Is Your Hook podcast. Become a fan on Facebook. Follow Jennifer and the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the Your Book Is Your Hook YouTube channel and leave a comment on Jennifer's weekly videos. Connect with her on LinkedIn and join her group called Your Book Is Your Hook so you can find out who's going to be on the podcast each week and other tips and techniques to use for your books and projects. You can quickly find all of her contact information on the website at www.yourbookisyourhook.com. And look for the About Us link at the top. There you'll find the Contact Us page, so you can easily click on and find all Jennifer's social media contacts, as well as a great way to send her an email.
3: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.